0: Good day, good day listeners. Yes, you are tuned in to conversations with Nikki with your girl Nikki. Well it is conversations with Nikki, but this season or this episode or it's actually season, we are with the Netchies. Chilling with the Netchies, myself and my gorgeous husband. How you're not gorgeous.
1: At least handsome say at least handsome
0: i mean handsome is not expanding on the english language you know how they say you know how they say you must be creative (laughs) my very handsome husband um you are tuned in guys thank you so much thank you for the love thank you for listening in on episode two why did i cheat part one wow um to honest we're very overwhelmed with the listenership so thank you so much and my heart is i hope you guys are learning and you know we're also learning in as much as we're talking about this you know it's very nice to speak and then you actually get ministered to as well um while you're talking you then realize oh that's actually a learning curve anyway we're not gonna jump we're not gonna take time because my girl she knows herself (laughs) was like she wants us to get to the meat so we gotta get to the juicy juicy yes um and so i think this is a continuation of why did i cheat part two so if you haven't listened to why did i cheat part one be sure to catch up and now we are on why did i cheat part two from a guy's perspective and a young disclaimer this is tub's story it's not Jonathan's story so don't take tub story to go put it on jonathan or take Tubb's story to go put it on Vusi, because remember we're all different it's his revelation his understanding and it's just to assist i guess to assist you in it and just i give shed light on what on cheating so anyway i've spoken so much love we're continuing on why did i cheat i think we left off you giving us such a powerful revelation of saying um what tends to happen before we get married or whatever the case is is we have we come from this habit where it's like when you were young you got heartbroken and then it came into marriage and you were not yet tamed is how you put it so i think (laughs) let's pick up from there and just get a deeper understanding and yeah
1: okay cool um yeah. so I've never actually had this conversation with Nikki. So it's kind of weird for me. Oh with my wife. Um yeah, so anyway, we'll go. Right, but i want to be frank, né? And I don't need to pick up from the last episode. No, you don't, I think just yeah
0: go with however you are wanting to go
1: yeah that's fine so anyway still 30 minutes yes, baby. why did I cheat <laughs> such a funny question because nah man you can't ask a question like that though you can't say why did you cheat because most of the time people are like I don't know it just happened isn't it
0: no, I think when you ask... Um, I think what, has, what, has, what we tend to do as human beings is we avoid direct questions. So if I was to probably ask you, hey, love, what did you see in that other girl? or Whatever the case is, we're not addressing the issue. We're just trying to dance around what actually is happening. So if a person has stolen, for example, and it's a person you love, some people avoid asking the direct question of, why did you steal? It'll be like, i um, so, um, we see that this thing is um, missing. I mean, get to the point, get to the root cause.
1: Yeah, I get you. It's just, um, with the cheating thing and stuff, it's, it's a layered, if I could put it like that.
0: So, let's peel right.
1: back the layers. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shock. Sure yeah so where i was last week when i spoke on cheating and stuff it's 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 a it's an internal thing it's a you issue you understand so most of the time when i'll speak for myself like when a guy cheats and stuff it's from my experience we try to blame situations or blame your partner and all the stuff but most of the time it's a you issue it's how you deal with things i can't come out and say i cheated because nikki was stinging me sex you understand right if she's stinging me sex i need to be able to talk to my wife or my girlfriend or ever and say hey this is where i'm at um we can't do this because this is how i feel
0: um so could i ask a question then why is it when a person is caught in the action they are quick to shift the blame so like on Utya Jola 99, <laughs> oh. that's a show in South Africa similar to Cheaters. Cheaters was an American show, but international. So it's similar to Cheaters, but a South African version. Um, where When they are caught out by Joop Joop, they're like, they blame Joop Joop. They're like, look what you've done. Or they'll blame um, the girl and everything. Why is it they can never say, yeah, no, you caught me?
1: Yeah, because it's easier to blame. Remember, when you own up to something, you actually have to look at yourself.
0: Sure.
1: You understand? You have to, ref- you have to talk about yourself, and the way human beings don't like seeing their ugly side. Mm. You understand? But so it's easier to blame. Mm. So that's why I was like saying, like, why did you cheat? Naturally. My mind will be like, ah, oh, because of this and this and this, but all those reasons would be external reasons. But I'm saying, um, it's internal. It's you. Mm. Anyone who cheats, male or female, it's you, brah. Mm. You the one that's cheating yourself. You the one that's deciding that you're gonna step out of your relationship or out of your out of your marriage and entertain another girl. But anyway, or another guy. Yeah, anyway, so for me, um, it was an interesting journey. Like I said last week, the way I used to deal with things was be an F-boy, bruh. Sorry to say F-boy, but yeah, like I'd, when I'm hurt by a girl, I'd then be like, no, it's fine. I'm not going to commit. I'm just going to fulfill my ego. Or get what I what I need, or get what I want. Mm. So what that looks like. Um, so it's it's a game, bro. It's like you grew up here pop Nikki. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So you know the game is like. You, I got a girl yeah, I got a girl there. Whenever if I need a girl for 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 some some good conversation, I know who to call. If I need a girl for some good sex, I know who to call. If I need a girl for. Uh, Whatever, whatever. I know who to call. You understand? So, we like. I became that person. Like, you no. Know why must I commit to one person if I need to laugh? I know who to call. Mm. You understand, right? And th- that was for me the easy way out instead of trying to talk to Nikki about our mishaps and stuff.
0: So, I think my question then would be: Is why then did you get married knowing? You cannot commit to one person
1: Nope That's not what I said
0: No no, like you said Like you know it's like that song I got In different area codes Right
1: That is not what I said (laughs) That is not what I said
0: did you say okay help me understand because i heard you said like if i know if i want a, a good laugh i know who to call if i want good sex i know who to call and if i'm not um
1: uh, yeah i said my way of dealing with things mm-hmm. remember i would have fallen in love with one girl uh-huh. and then after that if and then that rise. one girl that i've given my whole heart to mm-hmm. right then goes and um, breaks it. Yeah. Né? Then what's the point of giving my whole heart to one human being? Then my way of dealing with my pain used to be just, hey, I, I don't need to settle down with one human being. I can get it from anywhere I want to get it from.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. So anyway, what?
0: No, nothing. Go on.
1: Yeah. Anyway, which was a bad thing.
0: Yes.
1: You do know that, né?
0: Why, no. would, why would that be a good thing? I yeah. think
1: that's just nasty. You, I feel like you should tell your 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 listeners that you had eight boyfriends at one time oh, yes, in high school. Actually, let
0: me,
1: yeah, <laughs> Listen <laughs> to you make it all serious. You were also a player at one yes, stage.
0: So that was in high school, right? And I confronted those demons. And I was actually going to touch on it. The mere fact that you said, um, I liked how you touched on it last week, is sometimes how we grow up. Right. And if you don't confront those things, they come into our marriages. So how I grew up. Right. My dad, um, my dad was a good man, Um, but he obviously fell to his selfish desires of cheating on my mom and um, he would drive with me to the girls and he probably thought i was young and i'm not you know understanding that thing but you know being the innocent child that you are when you're sitting with your mommy, you like ah i was with auntie mang mang and then you see her heart you see her face change Then you realize, oh, snap, I was actually not meant to tell you that. And then I also started getting secretive and not being honest with my mom because I saw the pain it caused her in seeing what my dad did to her, right? So then I learned how to keep things in secret, which was a bad thing because when my dad would go see Mang 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 and they would buy my silence. So they would be like, ah, we'll buy you ice cream, we'll buy you this. And I just learned a bad habit in keeping quiet, right? I get into a relationship when I'm in high school. Bear in mind, our relationships back then were not about sex. Like kids of today. Anyway, back then, um, not even, I wouldn't say kids of today. I think just in Zoom, we were not exposed to so much. So we didn't know about sex and stuff if i'm to be honest like we didn't really we were not exposed Ugh. but we were curious but what i'm trying to say is what i'm trying yeah, to say okay. is <laughs> hugging a boy at that time in my era was like oh my gosh he hugged me but anyway that's not the point so um i because i grew up seeing my dad have different women different characteristics different looks when i got into a relationship i didn't get into a relationship for love I got into a relationship for the same thing my dad did, where I would use different people for different things. I'd be like, oh, you're cute. Oh, You got a car. huh? You can get me pizza from Pizza Inn. And that was what was happening. And then to come to a realization when I think I was 17, I then came to a realization that, nah, bruh, this is nasty. Because I nearly got caught. (laughs) But anyway, I was just like, this is nasty. And I know the pain it causes upon people because I saw how my mom felt it. And I think it came to that realization when my dad had left. And I was like, I don't want to be like this man, but I am like this man. I'm doing exact same thing as him. And I then had to confront those demons. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to repeat the same thing. So I broke it at that point to say, I'm not going to be a cheater Mm. in in my next relationships to come.
1: Mm. Okay Interesting
0: Woo-wee.
1: You're the female version of shaggy, brah
0: Wow
1: <laughs> Anyway So, yeah So in our marriage um, I still had childish ways To be honest Right Um, That's why I Found myself in certain situations mm. You understand Um
0: can I ask you a question Would you then say You cheated Because of lust
1: Yeah Lust plays a part of it
0: I like that you say It plays a part of it Because I feel a lot of people Tend to blame it On lust Like Ah It's lust That's why this man cheated Because of his lustful ways Or that's why this woman cheated So Could you go deeper In saying it? Lust plays a part What other parts are they
1: Yeah I'm getting there okay. So Um Sure the thing is, I've got the end, and like I've got the end because there's one man. Our pastor made me realize mm-hmm. why men cheat, mm-hmm. right? And I think let me start there, okay. right? Um, it was a it was a sad situation where I was still entertaining. I was entertaining uh, some females, hopefully.
0: What? <laughs>
1: what <does> that mean <laughs> hey there's situations and live in the alphabet gang group but anyway right so you can't just conclude that it's always a female wow. Ne? wow am i lying
0: wow you've
1: never heard of situations where a guy is cheating with another guy
0: wow i'm not gonna answer that right now you've
1: never heard that <laughs>
0: wow love let's not go into that topic <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway yeah, so anyway, so I was messing around. Um and then my wife went to talk to our pastor. Right, and my pastor and and his wife as well. A very wise man. Yeah. And Nikki says a very wise man. Mm-hmm. He was like, Don't worry, there's nothing wrong with you, Nikki. Mm-hmm. You're a beautiful woman. Tabs is just fulfilling his ego. Yo! my. I was not there. Nikki came back and told told me how that meeting went. Because yes. when she went, she was like, no, we're not going to discuss you. We're not going to discuss you. It's just, I just need advice on some career stuff. And I was like, oh, whatever. Whatever. It's going to be about me anyway. Because I hated, I hated pastors who are trying to run my family and stuff. I hated it. And I'm going to say it right now. The, I I we, I was in a church where people were trying to run my house and I hated it. But this one time, our pastor now that we're at, he was like, um, Tabs is just, it's an ego thing. There's nothing wrong with you. When Nikki told me that, I was like, God damn it. All it's always been was I liked the feeling of another girl liking me just to blow up my ego mm. you understand no? mm. and which is true like most, most guys like going around like yo 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 look Beyonce is hitting on me brah I'm just making a point yeah. you know? like oh Beyonce is hitting on me Beyonce is hitting on me look how fire she is look at this fire girl hitting on me No stuff. And then guys get caught up in that whole thing that I got I got Beyonce, yeah. Entertaining. She's feeling me. But at the same time, I have Michelle texting me on the side. And the other day I was by left eye. And left (laughs) eye just left with me. Rest in peace, left eye. No no hate on her and stuff. But guys live like that. They're like yo, I'm married now. I'm married. But damn it, this girl here is now hollering at me. She knows I'm married. Why are you still hollering at me? And then they make it, we all make it like, oh, it's a thing. It's a thing. No, you shouldn't be hollering at a a married man. But as a man, you feel proud. You feel more of a man because this girl knows you're married and she's still trying to make moves and stuff, hinting that she wants you, and all this stuff. But you feel good about it. Mm. I used to feel good about that stuff. Mm. Right? I used to feel good about that stuff. I used to feel good about girls winking at me, or girls um, making moves on me, or when I make a move on a girl, um, she responds. I felt good about it. You understand, right? And it was until our pastor said it's an ego thing where i realized that all i am doing is just feeding my ego there's nothing else to it Mm. there's nothing else to it and i was like i had to now start look i had to start looking at myself and like okay cool why do you need to feed your ego what is why do you need to make yourself feel good why does another female besides your wife make you feel good it feels good even for nikki for my wife when another guy comes and hollers at her and says you look beautiful it feels good mm, mm. it feels good yeah,
0: fact. yeah yeah no true yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so um it does feel good when you hear those kind of compliments from other people and stuff right it's just that um as human beings we tend to entertain it and take it further right and it's such a simple strategy that the enemy uses against marriages where i hate this like i know a lot of people live by this right and my wife used to live by this that if you don't get complimented by your husband at home or you don't get complimented by your woman at home by your wife at home when you go out in the first place it's some guy would come through and like, oh, you look beautiful today and give you those compliments and stuff. Now your heart starts getting drawn towards them. I'm going to call BS on that ish, bro. That is some BS stuff. We are not weak human beings. If that makes you move, if Nikki, my wife, does not compliment me on a certain day and then I go out and some fire girl compliments me. If that makes me crumble and move and feel like... Oh, because Nikki didn't compliment me... Now I'm I'm vulnerable and I'm attracted to this person. That's some bullshit. I'm going to say it like that, bro. It's BS. Because you don't know who you are then. Mm -hmm. You don't know who you are then. And for a long time, we lived in fear. Even for me, I lived in fear. Like, oh, I need to make sure I'm complimenting Nikki before she goes out. That's some BS, bro. If Nikki gets complimented by some random rich guy bless a guy and then she decides to entertain him it's her own indaba it's not my silence mm. you understand right mm. and it goes back to blaming like oh i cheated because nikki didn't want to have sex mm. or oh, she was nando's chicken mm. for three months but then now Because she's Nando's chicken, I'm tired of Nando's chicken. Now I want a little bit of chicken licking, bruh. That fire. That's some BS. I hate that kind of Mm. thinking. Anyway, yeah.
0: And I think it also goes back to um, the devil's strategy in life is to always always question your identity. Um, When Eve ate that apple, right? She knew she had known the truth of what Adam had told her that this is what God said. Do not eat of that tree of the good and evil or else you'll die. And when the devil came through, she knows, Adam told her that. And I don't think Adam told her every day, don't eat of that tree, don't eat of that tree, don't eat of that tree, right? Mm. But she knew it. She knew it already that this is what Adam has said I should not do. Mm. When the devil came through, he then said, did God really say that if you eat of that tree, that you would die? Did he really say? So he was questioning her on what... She had heard the truth from Adam. And the devil will always come and question that truth. He'll always come and question the same way he questioned Jesus when Jesus was tempted. Mm -hmm. And Jesus was when Jesus was fasting uh, after the fast on the mountain, then when he was saying, but you are the son, so throw yourself down. He will always question the truth, which if you do not know who you are and whose you are, you can fall into that temptation. The mere fact that Jesus didn't fall to temptation is because he knew his father. He knew who he was, and he knew that this is the truth that has been spoken. With Eve, on the other hand, she doubted it. She then was able to doubt her own self and Mm. fall into temptation. So I think even when that saying that the world, that I also used to go about that, "Ah, if my husband doesn't compliment me today, if I go out there and I get... I get butterflies from a guy saying you're beautiful it means i don't know myself because my husband has told me i'm beautiful when my husband married me he told me I'm beautiful, and he tells me i'm beautiful it doesn't he doesn't have to tell me every day because it then means i do not know who i am the mere fact that Tab says i'm beautiful even if someone else says it out there it's a compliment i receive it but i'll not be moved by it because the man i love has already told me that but how the enemy catches us is yeah that question of "Mm, but your husband didn't say you're beautiful today look this man is giving you so many compliments and he questions your identity and like what tabs was saying was the identity aspect you do not know yourself if you are then moved by a a man who's gonna say i'll give you a hundred thousand rand for you to do something for me you do not know whose you are and who you are but i'll not get into that why not Huh? <laughs> that's another juicy juicy topic for another day
1: Oh, who gave you money no
0: ain't nobody gave me money but I told you
1: who offered money no
0: in our separation I told you there was that man who was like I just want to love I just want to love and give you money but I'm like and I was in a vulnerable situation I could have taken that money I could have been like oh okay he doesn't want anything he just wants to give me money I was in a vulnerable position I was in a position where ah, money was tight I was hustling here comes this man who's like I just want to take care of you I want to give you money and in my heart I'm like nah bruh Psh, I know who I am my daddy paid a price for me I'm not gonna settle for that because in as much in that moment it would have helped it was a moment of pleasure probably it would have helped me for a good set me up for a good year or two years but the consequences of that the mm. fruit, that rotten fruit that you're going to eat afterwards, it's not worth it. Why are you
1: saying rotten? Because
0: it will be rotten, I'm sure. I'm
1: sure a fire guy.
0: <laughs> he was, but I'm just saying, personally, I mm. just question, I know who I am. I know the price my God paid for me on the cross. And bear in mind, we were not talking. So that's, can you see the vulnerability in that? The enemy saw that loophole, like, ah, Shane talking to a man. There ain't no money coming through. Let me bring a blesser. Mm. You know what I mean?
1: Okay, so I'm glad you brought that up. Because as men, we get vulnerable as well. Mm. You understand? So, like, I dropped the ball, obviously. I moved away from you and all this stuff and everything. And you are in a vulnerable space. Mm. You understand? And you are mature enough not to fall for the temptation. You understand? I
0: would say it's maturity. I would say it's knowing who you are.
1: Yeah, that is maturity. Love. Really? Yeah, so... As guys, and I'm not blaming our women for this, right, or our wives for this, it's we get in vulnerable spaces all the time. And what lately, what I've been thinking of, like, we need as guys to start letting our female counterparts and stuff understand that we are also emotional. Yeah, you understand, like, for example, like if if I'm working hard and I am I can only manage to do, like, groceries for a thousand rand in a month and stuff, I've worked hard. Mm. If you don't appreciate that and you show that you don't appreciate it, and then someone else appreciates it, it creates a loophole as well. In our existence in marriage, I could give you six rounds in bed and you could be happy. Yeah? But if you do not show, for example, that... um. You don't appreciate the fact that this guy is having sleepless nights just to provide for us. Um, it creates a loophole.
0: But then I like how you started off by saying that, that men get vulnerable because there's some women love. No, we
1: don't get vulnerable.
0: You know, like, like we are to understand that you also have, like you, you also have feelings. If I'm to put it in layman's terms, okay, right? And if I'm to then take it to I'm just gonna play devil's advocate there's some women who cannot because of how we've been brought up and I've come across some women who have that mandate that it's a man's job to provide how it comes how it's it's a man's job to provide right reality is that's how most people have grown up it's a man's job to provide some women don't even see why should I thank you when it's your job Right, and I'm talking because I've encountered women who are like that okay. where, can I, where they where and the, and the reason I'm playing devil's advocate is I want that understanding it's a two way street okay. right can I
1: tell you something a job ne? a job you get remunerated for do you get that
0: yeah I right, agree.
1: so I will. Sit and I'll work nine to five and do overtime and everything, knowing at the end of the month, I'm taking home 80,000 rand. Mm. I will know that. You understand, right? So you can be that woman thinking, yeah, okay, it's fine. It is our duty as men to provide. It's a job. But do you know what? You're leaving out the remuneration. But when we do a job, you know you're doing a job for a reason. You understand, right? Yeah. Mm understand so it's it's the, what you saying to me it's like okay cool you guys are exist as women you exist to give birth to kids no, the pain that you go through in that birth and all stuff what must i do about it it's fine you got the child right ne? so anyway <laughs> yeah,
0: yes and i'm saying but what i'm trying to say the reality is there are some people who live like that And, you know, we've come across some people who are like that, where it's so I'm then asking in such a situation, right, Mm. because would you then not say because if someone has grown up a certain way? and another person's grown up a certain way now you come together i'm trying to understand your way i'm trying to understand wouldn't it be a communication cycle where it says so if a man feels hey i don't feel appreciated for the work i've done to communicate i don't feel appreciated for the work i've done the woman is feeling some kind of way i don't feel like this because i think it goes back to you teach a person how to treat you i can't i'm not a genie and I said this to some, um, I gave advice to some lady where I said, um, I can't expect you to, um, to so when I'm sick, right? We've been brought up in different ways, right? So when I'm sick, I can't expect you to take care of me the same way I take care of you. I can't put that expectation on you if that's not how you've grown up, knowing how to look after me, right? Mm. And I met you at 25, Twenty six, I met you at 26. So for 26 years of your life, you've been doing something totally different. Mm. I marry you. I can't expect 26 years of life to undo all of that in a space of two years or three years. Mm. So I constantly, not to say I am reminding you, but I also constantly, it's my role as a wife to also constantly communicate and say, baby, I would like soup in bed when I'm sick. Next year, let's say I fall sick again. baby. I love chicken soup. You know what I mean? But it's something where I constantly also communicated back to you for you to treat me the same way. So what I'm saying with men, and then in that situation when you don't feel appreciated, why not communicate that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it does help. Communication helps. Um, You have to talk about our issues and stuff like that to avoid infidelity. Infidelity. When we try to replace it with um, by saying like by saying that no, it's because it's because um, you did this and that, right? We lose the plot. Mm. so when you are a, when when you have a misunderstanding about something in your relationship, mm. best advice is to always talk about it if it takes three or four days or two hours or three minutes to deal with the issue or three months or three years just as long as you're communicating and you're talking about that issue until you get to a point where you both understand each other like there are things that Nikki is stubborn about that she won't move on because it's a stronghold in her life and that's that's how she grew there are things that i would not want to move on because they're a stronghold in my life but when we understand that okay cool this thing here is limiting nikki right and i keep talking about it keep bringing it up and all that stuff it frees her a wife nikki should also think with me let me talk about it let me bring it up let's address this thing let's address this thing That stronghold, it frees me. This whole thing of, this is how I grew up. The way you grew up is making you poor. The way you grew up is making you make bad decisions. It's not a right thing. You can't say you love someone and they're like, no, that's just how they grew up. I can't can't change them. Yeah, you can't change them, but you can show them the light. Mm. If you love someone, you should be able to say, hey, Let's get there. Let's change this. Let's try this in a different way, et cetera, et cetera. It's a simple example I always used to say in my, before we got separated and stuff, Nikki used to have frustrations with me, similar, like I'll do something and then the kids would also do something similar to what I did. But then the way she would talk to the kids would be different to how she talks to me. The way she spoke to the kids would be in love. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's still disciplining and she's still expressing her frustration, but it's in love. You understand? If she would have done the same with me, instead of saying, oh, you're a piece of useless nonsense kind of thing. No, she didn't say that. But if she wouldn't judge me and label me and all that stuff, and she treated the same issue as how she treated the kids, I hope you guys understand. It's the love side of things. Like, in the Bible, God says you should love your enemies like you should also love yourself. Like the way, same way you love yourself, right? You mm. should love your neighbor like how you love yourself, right? Mm. When The reason Jesus says that's the greatest commandment, that love part balances a whole lot of nonsense. Mm. But in then in, in relationships, we tend to say we love each other, but we don't actually love each other. We just hate on each other. Mm. We just want to prove each other wrong or right and all that stuff. You just want to be competitive with each other and et cetera, et cetera. And for me, I could say, like, for a long time in our marriage, I got fed up because I was, like, putting, trying to always put my best foot forward and make things right for Nikki. And I felt like she was not feeling me Mm. or she was not seeing anything that I was doing, bro. And... I stepped out. I intentionally stepped out. It was not a mistake. It was not by by temptation or by lust. I intentionally stepped out. And I'm not saying this to hurt her and all stuff. Because I was hurting. I felt like what I'm doing here, it's fine. I'll carry on doing it. Yeah? I'll carry on doing it. But I still need love, bro. Mm. I need someone to love me. Mm. Right? Yeah? And right now... Nikki is not going to love me because she's just angry at me I don't know we're not seeing eye to eye and all that stuff so um I'm gonna get some love bruh but I'll still carry on providing for my family and then I got myself into a trap and started getting into a habit of of just cheating and and entertaining other girls and all that stuff and when nikki would find out about it i'd like yeah i'd pretend to be remorseful wada, 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 but it wasn't really there because we were not addressing the real issue of why it was happening mm. it was happening because i felt like this woman that i married isn't seeing my hard work mm. and out there all i do i buy a bottle for three thousand rand and the girl is on her knees oh sorry I said it. Oh, no. (laughs) Right? But, yeah. Yeah. He get me. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah.
0: No, why why are you stopping? Go on.
1: No, I got you already in time. But anyway, yeah, so... It it was a bad space to be in as a guy because I was not happy. But to Nikki, it looked like, oh, Tubbs is happier outside. But in my head, I was like, do you know what I'm doing for you, bruh? Like, and then that's a mistake. I used to think like, oh, I'm doing things for Nikki. I'm doing things for the family and all that stuff. And they don't appreciate it and all that stuff. But I'm like, ah, until unfortunately we separated. And then we we got, it took the separation and death for us to understand what we actually had and what we're actually losing. And all the stuff yeah i want to stop there for today
0: oh you want to stop there for today yeah. i was gonna ask another question but ask.
1: you're welcome to ask
0: Uh, um, no it's fine we'll ask in the next session you're gonna
1: forget the question I'm ask not, it now
0: i'm not gonna forget it Ask. okay 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 yeah. oh i don't want I don't, I to don't, I don't now i've forgotten it wait you it already <laughs> no wait i was going to then ask um so why has it left me it's left me It's left me oh I was gonna ask you in your cheating did you feel any form of guilt or was it satisfaction
1: (laughs) do you remember the song satisfaction (laughs) (laughs) do you remember that music video did I get my
0: satisfaction no you feel
1: guilt you feel guilt remember adultery is the same thing as fornication there's no way when you're fornicating, you feel like, or oh, you you feel okay. You understand? Remember when you did that talk, I said to you, when you're having sex outside of marriage and stuff, it's like you're living in a rented house. You can never call that house yours. It's a different feeling when you've bought the house and you're having sex. Mm. So adultery is the same thing. You are stealing. Mm, mm. So the, because you're stealing, you'll feel guilty.
0: So, did that guilt not make you want to stop?
1: In life, the same way you learn how to, you learn good habits, sin teaches you how to deal with it. You understand? I want to write that down. What do you mean? Like, yeah, so you learn how to deal with the sin. You know, when they say someone's heart is seared, um, their conscience is seared and all this stuff, it's just sin right you get to know okay it's like right i've looked at porn and then that guilt you feel it you feel it and then like okay i'm able to live with it and then you go um the next stages go to a strip club and then you feel guilty but then you need to live with it and all that stuff that's just how it works Mm. that's that's just how it works yeah
0: Sure, power statement. Um, I think we'll stop here. And um, in our next segment, we'll get into the forgiveness. We'll get into emotional cheating and physical cheating. Just to understand, because some women say, well, I say emotional cheating is worse. That's for me. Another woman may say physical cheating is a different thing. But we'll get into that Um, in our next segment. I feel we have gone so over. So I will just we'll stop here Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and um we'll do the question segment in our next in our next recording just to respect time Oh, we've gone 10 minutes over we'll do our our question segment in our next um in our next podcast but just to give shout outs we'd like to give a shout out to refi and a shout out to li ting ling ting ling ting Mm -hmm. my future sister-in-law lots of love to you baby girl thanks for the love (laughs) thanks for listening (laughs) no that one is ours she's our makoti um and lots of love to everybody all over the world guys like i think what's what's melting my heart mainly is just how it's the listenership is not just from one place it's coming from all over so my prayer is that god touches you god blesses you and god keeps blessing you and do share the podcast um don't be shy but yeah lots of love from the netties till we come back again for episode four we will go into deep 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 things and just the forgiveness aspect because i think a lot of people think you're not normal when you forgive yeah (laughs) but yeah lots of love